Welcome to the podcast of Life Change Church, where we exist to love people to life change. We hope that this podcast is both challenging and encouraging to you. Enjoy the message. Well, and I appreciate it uh, for Pastor Corbin inviting me to, to share some things that was on my mind. Um, I'll actually go one further. I had a, someone in the first service come up to me and say, I normally don't come to church when Pastor Corbin doesn't preach, but I figured I'll give you a shot. So I said, thank you. <laughs> that, that much confidence going into today. So no, I just want to uh, thank you guys for coming to Life Change, and I uh, hope you all enjoyed your Christmas season with uh, friends, family, uh, whatever traditions that you celebrate. Um, but I also want to get us ready for the New Year's, and I just was trying to share with you some of my 2018 uh, New Year's resolutions, and as you saw, that just did not work out too well for me. Um, so, looking up for the better in 2019. Before we get started today, I want to share three song clips with you, and I want to see if you can figure out what they have in common. Alright, but the ground rules here is, I want you to wait till all three clips are finished, and then I re-ask the question. Alright, can we do that today? There's always one in the audience who typically likes to blurt it out when they know what it is, so... I don't want to deprive you of a moment like that, but if you do, you're going to ruin it for everyone. So That was a joke. That's where you laugh. <laughs> All right. So three clips. I'll ask a question. I'll say go, and then we'll see what they have in common. Look in the mirror. All these lights in my face getting clearer. Where to go? Nothing I want you to know. Tell you, baby, it was easy coming back into you once I figured it out. You were right So, three clips. What do they have in common? Go. Look at that. You guys, give yourself a round of applause. That was good for you. Very nice. Five gold stars for all of you. Um. No, the, the, each song has lyrics that have to do with mirrors, with reflections, with looking into a mirror. So just kind of today is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little more participation, like you're going to actually have to do something today. Um, and so my first challenge is, what do we use mirrors for? All right, you can yell those out. What do we use mirrors for? To see, to see myself? To, to get ready, see yourself, get ready. What else? Highest. Ah, yes, the objects are closer. Whatever. Whatever. I disregard those altogether. Now, we look at mirrors, right? We look at our faces. Hopefully, we look at them in the morning before we get up to go to church, right? We look at them to help us shave. Uh, for some of you with the nice beards that I'm trying to mimic, lack of shaving. But we use mirrors uh, to, to look at our reflections. But what does mirrors have to do with anything today? Where am I going with this and why... Am I talking to you today about mirrors? You see, mirrors give us an accurate reflection of ourselves. All right? They allow us to see who we are. What we look in the mirror, what's staring back at us is, it's us, right? We see the reflection of ourselves. Some studies say we look into the mirror on average eight to ten times a day. Some studies, um, 
probably one that I didn't check the validity of the source, says 50 to 70 times we look into the mirror each day. And in fact, it's actually men who look into the mirrors more than women, if you can believe that. <clears throat> um, we look in the mirrors to, to, just to get ready for each day, right? And so when we look in the mirrors, right, we want to hopefully get ourselves ready for the day. You know, some of us look at the mirrors a little more than others. Some don't look at all. I mean, take Pastor Corbin today. I think he woke up today and failed to even think about checking a mirror. I mean, look at those shoes. <clears throat> I think... <clears throat> Anyways, some of us do look into the mirrors. In fact, some of us look into the mirrors a little more than others. And some of us look into the mirrors more than others because we like what we see. I'll be honest with you. I love to look into the mirrors because, because I, when I look into the mirror, I like what I see. In fact, when I look into the mirror, this is what I see. <laughs> However, when I look at the mirror, some people don't see what I see, right? My wife and daughter might see. <clears throat> and we look into the mirror, this is probably what my coworkers see. <clears throat> and this is what my in-laws see. But my mom, this is what she sees. But in reality, this is what is in the mirror when I look into it. So, <clears throat> sorry. Whatever you see in the mirror when you look, I hope it's a good reflection of you. I hope it's what you want to see. Because when you look in the mirror, it's a reflection of who you are and how you live your life. Your reflection resembles the life you are living. And I hope when you look into the mirror, it's, it's what you want to see. But the question I have for you today is does what your life or does your life show a reflection of Jesus? When you look into a mirror, does your life show a reflection of the one who died on the cross to save us from our sins? Does what you see in the mirror show compassion for others who maybe have had made mistakes in their lives? Does what you see in the mirror um, show empathy? Right? What do you see when you look into the mirror? Do you see a reflection? of our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ? Or do you see something else? So today I want to look um, at a few Bible scriptures about what they, what the Bible says about reflections, images, mirrors. Um, and so if you would, please go ahead. If you have your Bibles, you can pull those out. If you have your uh, smartphones, you can use the Bible app, the Uversion Bible app. It's a free app. Um, I know we uh, challenge those to get that app and delve into Bible plans throughout the week. It's just something you could take with you, and as long as there is cell phone coverage, you are good to go. You can have the Bible with you anywhere. So what does the Bible say? We're going to start in Genesis chapter 1. We're going to the beginning. We're going to chapter 1, and we're going to be in verse 27. Right? Just to fill you in where we are, Jesus, or sorry, we're going way back. God has created this earth that we, uh, we just, that we, we inhabit, we love, right? He took void, he took darkness, and he made it. He made creation, he made everything in it. It was beautiful, right? His creation was perfect. And even more so, he created us. And so what I want to pick up with in Genesis 1.27, uh, I'm reading out of the uh, English Standard Version. You can choose whichever version you want to follow along. But Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man 
in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created. What I'm trying to get at with this scripture, right? We all know what God created, and then he rests on some day, and then he creates man. When I'm talking about creating man, I'm talking he's creating humankind. He creates the most unique being on our planet. He creates the most unique character to show his character on his behalf. God put us here. We are special. We were unique. We were different from everything else on this earth. We were here. We were blessed by God so we could rule this earth. He gave us the garden. He gave us so many blessings and he continues to do so today. We are unique because we were created in the image of God. Let me not confuse you with, 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 we were not created as we weren't created as the image of God. We were created in the image of God. So when we look into the mirror, we see that reflection. We're not really looking at God, but we're looking at his character. We're looking at a reflection of what he wants us to look like. At least that's what we hope. What else does the Bible say? Well, if you would, please <coughs> turn with me to the book of James in the New Testament. We're going to be in James chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 22 through 25. And if you don't have it in front of you, you can always follow along with us up on the screen. And as you um, get to James chapter 1, 22 through 25, understand that James is simply speaking to earlier believers uh, in the early church um, who have been spread out. They've been dispersed around, uh, scared because they, they, they love Jesus, right? They're in the early church, but they're scared of what might happen to them if they were found. Um, as a leader of the Jerusalem church, James is giving them instructions, much like Paul did in his letters. And what James is trying to do is to encourage the people, encourage them to face their difficulties. And in today's scripture, he is simply teaching them how to listen and do what God instructs us to do. So in James 1, 22 through 25, it says, But be sure you live out the message and do not merely listen to it and so deceive yourselves. For if someone merely listens to the message and does not live it out, he is like someone who gazes at his own face in a mirror. For he gazes at himself and then goes out and immediately forgets what sort of person he was. But the one who peers into the perfect law of liberty and fixes his attention there, and does not become a forgetful listener, but one who lives it out, he will be blessed in what he does. So what is James trying to instruct the people in the early church? What is he trying to instruct to us today? See, he's saying that reading and or hearing God's word without acting, without doing what it's instructing you to do, is like looking into a mirror and simply forgetting what we've seen. But the better alternative is to closely look upon it and act and do what it's saying to do. James says, he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not forgetful here, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If we hear God's word without taking action, we're simply fooling ourselves. We're missing out on the instruction, but really we're missing out on what 
God has for us. God has a plan for us. God has instructions that if we follow, we are going to eventually live with him, right? And we're going to have a good life in Christ. We need to obey his instructions. <clears throat> because remember, we are made in his image. When we look into the mirror, what was created, what we see, was created in the image of God. So when you look into the mirror, what do you see? As you all know, 2018 is wrapping up. 2019 is around the corner. And we are all getting ready to make those ever so uh, doable New Year's resolutions. Right? Some of us have the resolutions, we are going to eat better. Right? We're going we're gonna to diet. Some of us are just going to simply exercise more. Uh, some of us are simply going to make our resolution to just be nicer to other people. Right? Whatever your resolution may be, it's around the corner. And so we're going to attempt to do that in 2019. Now, for my 2018... Right. It, it was a, it was a good year. I, I would say it was a pretty good year, right? Um, you know, I just had my daughter the year, uh, the two months before two days, 2018 came around and right. She had her first birthday this past November. It's a pretty good year for me, right? But my goal this year, right, is to do better, right? I want to live a simpler life. That's my goal, right? I want to avoid the busyness of this world. I want to try to stop jam-packing a schedule to where we live off of a calendar every single day, every single week, and just live a simple life where I can spend time with my family without having to schedule, where I can spend more time with God without having to rush. See, 2018 was pretty good. I thought I did really well. I did a really good job at getting closer to God, right? I read like almost 20 books. I looked at about like 50 podcasts, and that number just keeps going up every time I tell it. But I read so many books to get closer to God because I just because I just wanted to be closer to Him, right? I am lying to you. I read 20 books and 78 podcasts because Corbin made us, right? And if we didn't, we would be fired, right? <laughs> Joking aside, no, it was a good year, but I'll be honest with you. I simply did not get to spend enough time with God like I wanted to, right? I let the busyness of our world, of the busyness of all the holidays, I let the busyness of all the coaching and all the, the teaching and everything else take me away from God. And so some of us today might have a similar story where you just, yeah, I didn't quite do what I wanted to do in 2018. And then some of you probably had a great year, like, man, 2018 was awesome. I, you know, put a lot of roofs on a house, made a lot of money, I sold my house, Right? My kids didn't get suspended from school this time. Like, it was a good year. And then some of you may have had a really bad year. I mean, and bad's not a good word for it. Right? Some of you might have been facing some inner demons. Some of you might have had one of the worst years of your life. You've had some struggles. And it wasn't just a year that you want to talk about. Right? Whatever your story is, our goal today is to look back on 2018 and even prior, and ask ourselves, is what we see in the mirror a reflection of God? Today I have a challenge for us, and if you have your bulletins uh, at this time, go ahead and pull those out. I did hear a rumor that we ran out of bulletins, so either we had a huge amount of people come to church, first and second service, or someone forgot to print out a lot of these. 
Either way, um, we do have ushers come around with, with extra bulletins, pens, and mirrors. In the backs of your, your, uh, in the seat backs in front of you, there should be pens. There should be mirrors. If you don't have one at this time, um, we can bring those around. And if we are out of those, you feel free to use your phones. All you got to do is put your phone in the camera mode. You flip it into selfie mode. And then there you go. So you have a mirror to look at. And the cool thing about these mirrors is they make you look a little better than the ones that I provided for you. But at this time, I have a challenge for you. The challenge is to look back. <coughs> Sorry. Is to look back on your 2018 while seeking God to help you from this moment on. So if you want to accept the challenge, take your bulletin, take your pen, and eventually your mirror, and take this journey with you. Number one reads, take a moment to reflect on the past year. Reflect on the ups and downs, the joy and sadness, the good and the bad, and write down the struggles, pain, sorrows, and regrets you've experienced this past year. If you accept the challenge to take this journey with me at this time, please respond to question one. And as some of you finish up, or you may need more time, that's okay. Feel free to take this with you. But as you finish up, what I'd like for us to do is something a little different. I want us to take the bulletin. Don't worry what's on the back. We know churches every Sunday. We want to rip. We're going to rip out question number one. We are going to symbolically take our struggles, our pains, our sorrows, our regrets, anything in the past that we do not want to focus on in 2019, and I want us to rip them apart. And as you rip them apart, ushers will be by. You can throw these into the trash can as a symbol of forgetting the past, both figuratively and literally, and preparing ourselves to move on while seeking God. As you tear those apart, and if you choose to throw them away at this time, we're going to go ahead and just move on to question two. It says, having turned your back on the things of this past year, you are now free to look ahead. You freed that space, you're looking ahead. Isaiah 43, 18 says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. And that's what we're going to do. We're not going to dwell on the past. So now it's your turn to do the same. We have a God who forgives, he forgets, and what I want us to do now is look forward by writing down the hopes and dreams that you have for this new year, your expectations, your desires, your promises to both your to God and yourself. So at this time, if you accept the challenge, please respond to question two. <coughs> And at this time, um, as you write, finish up writing these, I want us to do the same thing. Whatever hopes, whatever dreams, whatever commitments and promises that you made to God and yourself, I want us this time to tear them. But instead of throwing these away, I want us to keep these. All right, I challenge you to take this with you. 
So anytime you think about those past regrets, you remember that God has freed you from those regrets and those past mistakes and that now he is with you. And as you go, look over these daily, pray over them, pray that God is helping you keep these commitments and these promises that you have made, but also that he is understanding that he is there. And so all your hopes and dreams, he is there and he cares. He wants you to, he wants you to be in him, but he also wants you to know that you're loved. And so take these with you. And continuously offer up prayers that God helps you to keep these. In Matthew chapter 9, we've all heard the story of the paralyzed man who his friends brought him to see Jesus. Much like many people at the time, they would take uh, those who were sick, you know, ill, or just different problems. They'd take them to Jesus, and Jesus would perform miracles, right? And many people did not believe Jesus was who he said he was. And so many of these people, you know, kind of blasted Jesus, right? They, they just didn't think he was who he was. But this group of people took a man who was paralyzed. And what Jesus said to him was, be encouraged, my child. Your sins are forgiven. Right? And we told the man to get up and go home. Right? You guys remember the paralyzed man, he, he didn't just get up and go home. Right? He jumped up. I says he jumped up and he went home. Right? He believed. He understood who Jesus was. Right? And not all, not everybody does. Right? They are paralyzed by their lack of belief. They're paralyzed by several things in their life that are keeping them from moving on. You see, this story helps us address some reasons the why the thought of changing can paralyze us. Whether it's our anxiety of you know, being alone, not knowing what to expect in the future. Whether it's our fears or our past regrets, the unknown, our doubts. What I want you to know is that God has given us ability to move past this. We don't have to be paralyzed. We can move on and we can accept what God has for us. So for this next part, if you're able and can kneel and want to do so, I challenge you to kneel. If you can't kneel, that's okay. If you want to bow your head, if you want to look up to the heavens as if you were looking directly at Jesus, look to the heavens. If you want to just simply sit and think and contemplate, you choose. But for this part, Ask yourself, what are the anxieties, fears, regrets, doubts that have paralyzed me from changing or being transformed by Christ? If you accept the challenge, please respond to three sides. Finally, stand up or sit up, healed, restored, just like the man who's paralyzed in the story. The last portion kind of goes real close to maybe what we might feel. Um, we often fall for the trap of judging our self-worth, right, uh, by our appearance. You know, how we look, what we've accomplished in life, um, how do other people see me, you know, what do I own, what do I have, what have I succeeded in in life, right? And we struggle. We can't, we can't get past those. We just don't feel like we've, you know, come up to par with that. But if we if we know Jesus, truly know Jesus, then we understand that no no matter what we've done, you know, how insignificant we feel, that Jesus loves us. And that Jesus accepts us and that He wants to be with us. 
So at this time, I would like for you to go ahead and get out the mirror, if you have one in your seat back. Or you can use your phone in selfie mode. It works the same. And what I want us to do is just the last few moments here, I want us to spend time actually looking at ourselves in the mirror and answer the questions for part four. So if you accept the challenge, just take a few more moments before we begin to wrap up and answer the questions for four. At this time, I would like to, to pray for you as you finish wrapping up, as you finish answering the questions. I just want to offer up a prayer for you um, today. You see, because when we look back on our past, we sometimes fail to move on from it, right? We regret so much and we can't get past it. But if I could take away anything today, I want you to understand that no matter what we've done, no matter what our life looked like in the past, no matter how insignificant you feel, Jesus loves you. No matter what others say about you, Jesus accepts you. And no matter what you've done, Jesus loves you. When you look into the mirror, what do you see? Do you see Jesus? Or do you see something else? Let's pray. Dear God, we come to you today. We just want to thank you once again for allowing us the opportunity to worship freely before you. God, I just thank you so much that everyone decided to choose to learn about you today. They could have been anywhere else. But God, we thank you so much for the blessings we do have and for the challenges and struggles and pains. We just ask that we allow you to let those be in the past. God, thank you for loving us. Amen. If you would, at this time, in the seat backs, we do have the connection cards. If you could fill those out, it's our way of joining with you in prayer. As a band plays, just get yourself into a, kind of a mind of worship. And there will be up with the next steps. Thank you for listening to the Life Change Church Podcast. If you were here today and you were listening and you made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to hear about it. Or maybe you're here and you're listening and that God is asking you to make the next step with whatever that it is in your life. We would love to hear about it and partner up with you. If you would, go to www.mylifechangechurch.com and under the media section, please fill out the contact us information and let us know if you made a decision to follow Christ. Let us know what God is asking of you. And if you need prayer, we would love to partner up with you in prayer as well. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that it both encouraged and challenged you. Have a great week.